Hello and welcome to another exciting and uh, hot and steamy episode of the Left and Red podcast. Yeah, man, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually Uh, pouring outside. It just started pouring outside. Oh, it's going to be soon, yeah. I've been getting, like, like weather warnings, like, all day. And it's starting to get, like, insanely windy down here, but uh, it's still, like, kind of sunny out. But, uh, yeah, I am... um, uh, back to the business at hand. I am your co-host Evan, joined as always by my co-host Cameron. Cameron, other than it pouring and being hot and humid out, what's going on, dude? Um, nothing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I yesterday and the day before were very busy days, and I was bouncing mm-hmm. around a lot. So today, all I've done is uh, I I finished my book. I finished Master and Margarita this morning. Pevier yep. um, Volohansky. What version? The Pevier and Volohansky version. Yeah, and so I actually figure we could just chat about that for a minute because we we've both been discussing how those guys are like the goats of Russian translation. Well, uh, well, uh, husband and wife. But yeah, yeah, those those I just meant guys in like the pejorative. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's Larissa Larissa Volokonsky and something Pevier. He's from here. Robert, literally from here. I believe. I think it's Robert Pevier. He's from Boston and she's from Ukraine. I think. Yeah, but um. Yeah, yeah, the, so the they, they've Russian done some really good translations, and I just, I read um, part of their translation of Dead Souls by Nikolai Gogol, um, yeah. but I don't know that I'm a huge Gogol fan. The translation was good, and by all accounts, that's the translation of that book to read yeah. for the modern English-speaking reader, but um, I don't yeah. know, but, I, but Master and Margarita uh, by Mikhail Bulgakov was yeah. one of the best books I've ever read. It was nice. so funny and weird, and the whole thing played out like a... Like some sort of like demented like Looney Tunes cartoon in a lot mm-hmm. of parts. Like there are these three minions of Satan that kind of do all the stuff. Like so, for those of you who don't know, I mean, you should read the book. But the premise it's it's written in the 1930s um, in, in the Soviet Union, um, and there was never really a full consensus. And I'm sure some uh, smarmy leftists will tell you one way or the other um, that there is certainly a consensus, but. You know, I think there's never been a true consensus over whether it's like a full-on criticism of living in the Soviet Union or just certain aspects of it or what. But either way, it's pretty silly and, and a pretty fun read. And um, it, it, the premise is that Satan shows up in Moscow in, in the 30s, like sort of right at the start of like Stalin's true like seizure of power. And um, obviously, the Soviet Union was was aiming to become a a, a, a an atheist state. Um, and so the premise is that there are some intellectuals arguing over the existence of Satan and yeah. or the existence of God. Um, and Satan shows up and is like super tickled pink by that conversation. He's like, Ooh, no God, that is hilarious. <laughs> and yeah. um, then just for like a week basically takes hold of the city and just starts doing like the dumbest shit. But most of it is done through these three guys that follow him around who like now, like I really just can't stop thinking about um, one is a demon Azazello, and then there's this anthropomorphic cat named Behemoth, who who really is just like Bugs Bunny, and uh, mm-hmm. and then there's this uh, super tall, like goofy illusionist guy named Koroviev, and the mm-hmm. three of them just do the weirdest shit for <laughs> you know about 250 pages before either the master or Margarita show up in the book. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I have to say, if, if those of you in the audience have not read the book, you really should. It's, it's fucking hysterical. I have not like laughed out loud at a book in, in a while. Um, yep. <clears throat> and it was very good. And I think a lot of that is owed to the translation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I have that Russian friend, and he was the one who um, years ago turned me on to Bevier and uh, Volkonsky. 
And uh, yeah, he, I mean, he usually reads his Russian lit in Russian, I believe, but sometimes he reads it in English and he says if it's English, it should be those two doing the yeah, translation. That's, I think what people said, because a lot of those, those Russian writers, particularly from like the second half of the 19th century and the and up through I mean up through probably now but um, at least the first half of the 20th century mm-hmm. are really funny. You know, a lot of the the famous Russian writers um, like Gogol, like uh, Bulgakov, like Dostoevsky have this really interesting demented sense of humor and mm-hmm. I think a lot of the early English translators of their works um, Yep. Went for a purely academic translation. Well, I yeah, think. I mean, the, that Constance Garnett version of Brother Louis K that I read, and I think is also one that you read, is dry like a Victorian fucking novel. Yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Which uh, is not at all the actual original flavor of, of the yeah. text. So actually, I think it's sitting on my porch right now, hopefully not getting rained on. Yeah. Um, I have a copy being delivered of, of their translation of Brothers K because yeah. I haven't read that since college. But... Um, yeah, it, it, they really capture the sort of demented humor of it. Um, and and really, I mean, like, some of the funniest vignettes I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, I don't want to spoil anything because you guys should should absolutely yeah. read the book. But just, just like, weird and really, like, Looney Tunes-ish. But then under, underpinning all of that, um, like I said, some pretty, some pretty sharp uh, little critiques of, you know, life in 1930s Soviet Union under Stalin. And... Um, and also some really like on point uh, uh, religious philosophy, which mm-hmm. is which is cool. Um, I, obviously, both of us like that. So yeah, um, just just neat, man. Interspersed mm-hmm. with all these really well written chapters, just detailing like the the final day of Christ and Pontius Pilate, which is like tied in in the the best way ever at the very end of the novel. And it's like oh, just just chef's kiss. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Excellent, excellent book. All right, well, anyway, uh, after that, why don't we uh, start the show then? Yeah, great. All right, so first things first, can check. What do you got? I have a, uh, a 32 ounce Nalgene uh, filled with oh. water, tap. Nice. Uh, that is rapidly uh, exceeding room temperature towards uh, what I like to think of as uh, as foot temperature. The hot uh, zone. Approximately the temperature of your foot uncovered in a, a sweltering room. No, you gotta get yourself. Um, I got like uh, what's the company? I think RTIC. It's made out of that same stuff like Yeti, but it's like half the price. Got like a forty ounce bottle of that, dude. You gotta get yourself one of those. So what's cool about this is I can just you can just fit ice cubes in it, and uh, I drink it you fast can... enough that I don't need it to stay cold that long. Um, oh. I just yeah, to put no, ice cubes. In yeah, it. no, mine can also fit ice cubes in it, but it's like forty ounces. And if I put that in there with like ice, 
and go to bed when I wake up in the morning, I still have ice cold water right next to me. Does the does does the ice stay ice? Yeah, no, it'll stay ice. Yeah, that's insane. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I've literally, of- I've literally had uh, if the water was already cold and I put ice in it, twenty four hours later I've gone back to it and there's still been ice in it. That's insane. Yeah, that's really cool. I have a um, I have a Yeti thermos here that I yeah. got for free. Oh, this one's actually not Yeti. The Yeti one's in my car. This one is a swig thermos. I mean, it's probably I made out of the same, same material. Yeah, it's so. the same thing. But I also have a Yeti one, and I get them for free sometimes from like companies yeah. that do events at my work. And uh, we're just like, hey, you want this? You poor fuck. Here's a little yeah. piece of dog shit. And I, I have, I actually have two Yeti coffee mugs. One for my previous job. One for my current job. Both branded by those places. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, so. Swig was actually this product isn't specifically branded because the company that did the event was like selling this product. Oh, yeah. But the Yeti one is like some no. pharma company or something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm drinking a uh, one of the uh, like three actually good Lacroix flavors. This one's the Limoncello. Mm. Which I got at Aldi. You know what's funny? I don't like real Limoncello. But your dad used to, your dad makes it right. Uh, he made it a couple. He's uh, he talked about making it again this year. But yeah, he, I remember. Um, I remember when like we first met. He had made some. That shit and was we drank strong. That. It would, dude. Yeah, we got fucked up off of just like a bottle of that. That shit yeah. was fucking rough. Yeah, and um, it tasted it tasted okay. I mean, it's just there's something about that that level of sweetness that mm-hmm. like gives me a hangover. I mean, I don't drink anything now, but like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I know maybe it's mean. back to that because he made that with grain alcohol, and so when it was yeah. finally diluted, yeah, he's probably and he putting thirteen dollars a like, bottle of fucking Everclear or something in there. There were that, yeah, there were many bottles of Everclear because I had to go buy it yeah. for him because back then you yeah. couldn't get it in mass, and so that was when we were living in New Bedford. He had me drive yeah. down to Rhode Island, and I yeah. got him like ten bottles of Everclear, which is a yeah. wild thing to walk into a store and ask for. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I bought it for him, and, he, and after he bottled it off, my guess is that stuff was coming in at like like. Um, Dude, ten bottles of Everclear. It was probably fucking like illegal for you to even drive that because it's. That's like a lot of flammable liquid in yeah. your car. Fucking got a placard your car for well, that. Well, I shit. also that same story. So <laughs> the the limoncello debacle. I you know my dad is is legally blind, right? So I did a lot yeah. of running around for him for that, and I had to go to the store and get him a case of lemons also. So I went yeah. into the store that I used to work at when I was like a young kid, and um, what was that a Stop and Shop Shaw's? It was a Shaw's, Star and I, I got him, um, I got him a case of lemons. And I came back, and he was, like, baffled at the price. He was, like, so upset that he, like, made me take him back there with the lemons. And I was, you know, 20, 21 years old. He made me take him back there with the lemons and then be like, my my stupid son didn't think to ask that since we were buying, you know, 150 lemons, can we have them at cost instead of, like, the individual price of the lemons? Yeah. Since we're buying a case of lemons, can we can we have it for the price of a case of lemons? Or, like, a little more. And they were like, yeah, well, yeah, we can do that. And he was like, cool, great, thanks. And, and you're so, just like, how should I? How yeah, I was like, I what the fuck, that? man? Like, I've ever bought a, a case of lemons. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Dude, that, it's fine. I have but a, he was so disappointed in me that I didn't think to ask, hey, since I'm buying so many, can I have them cheaper? Yeah. Which, sure, now, Dude, that makes exa- sense it's so funny, too, because it's totally it's different because, like, I was a kid, but, like, in a similar type of dad story. So, you know that place Crystal Ice in New Bedford? Yeah, 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 yeah. That they sell the ice for, like, fishing boats? Yeah. So, uh, when I was a kid, I was probably 10 years old, 
my my uh my family my dad he like hosted like this big like memorial day kegger at our house and he got like two kegs and he decides it and like a similar thing he's like i'm not gonna go buy like 10 bags of ice at the cost of that he literally calls crystal ice just to get like enough ice for like a personal two keg keg party and like i go there with him and it must have been like just enough cheaper that that made sense but we go there and we have to like pull up to the loading dock and his like subaru outback <laughs> and he just gets like like just like a bunch of ice but it was so fucking fun like just like pulling up to the place that you get like industrial levels of ice for fishing boats just to get you know basically the equivalent of like 10 bags of ice yeah Probably just because it was like five dollars cheaper to right. get it like wholesale from them. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I still remember that shit, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like so. You know, I'm. What does an individual lemon cost? Probably this is you know, twelve years ago or something. So I'm sure cents. it was. I don't know a dollar. Yeah, Maybe probably a dollar, a, a yeah. dollar a pop. And so here, you know, he's season. It's like 150 bucks, and he's like, "What yeah. the fuck, man." <laughs> Yeah. What? What? So what? What? What was it like? What the deal? Was it like seventy five? Was it like a hundred? Yeah, bucks? I don't remember, man. It doesn't matter. That's Saves not the like important part bucks. of the story. The savings aren't the yeah. important part of the story. <laughs> the important part of the story is my dad's like uncontained disappointment with me. Yeah, and just his like inability to accept the like, It's not unreasonable that I didn't think to ask that. You know. No. I would now, though, and that's yeah. how parents teach you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they belittle you for being 20 years old and not knowing it without having ever been taught. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but literally, I mean, I did go in, and they gave me just the whole big shit, like, taped-up box of lemons. Yeah, he was like, cool, I was about to unload this. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. You know? I was like, fuck it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you can have these. I was like, great. Yep. Thanks. Yep. See ya. <laughs> well, um, anyway. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so, uh, you know. I guess uh, this is going to be another one of those, uh, you know, we just talk about whatever episodes. I'm sure you fine listeners have uh, figured that out by now. Um, but, you know, we got a few topics. One is um, fucking, uh, you know, Ronald DeSantis is, um, things aren't going great for the DeSantis campaign, folks. Yeah. Uh, so he has just laid off like a third of his staff. Isn't that awesome? Which generally speaking, dude, like think of dude, like, not a good sign. No, okay, so, like, dude, generally speaking, once you start laying off staff, you don't kind of, like, have such a rebound that you start hiring again. Yeah. And uh, perhaps he maybe should have hired some different staff to begin with, because one of the people that he had to fire uh, was, like, this, like, young, I guess, up-and-coming, like, Republican staffer who has had, like, uh, he's, like, um, done stuff with, like, Nick Fuentes, I believe, who uh, runs, what's his fucking stupid-ass show, America... America Now or America First or whatever. America like, First. Yeah, America First. And he's, uh, like, pretty open, like, Nazi. Like, I mean, he just straight up drops, like, N-bombs and talks about, like, how the Holocaust isn't real, but if it yeah. was, it would have been good. Yeah, um, not, a, not a good dude. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. And, um, and, uh, so this fucking staffer surreptitiously made a video, one of these terrible Ron DeSantis, like, way-too-online videos that ended with Ron DeSantis marching... <laughs> in front of um, a Sonnenrod, which is a not the Nazi Black Sun symbol, mm-hmm. with like soldiers on the side of him, and um, he's and uh, this uh, this staffer who surreptitiously made that then posted it to a page I think he ran called DeSantis Fan Cams, and then retweeted it from his official uh, campaign staff account, and um, 
Well, he quickly deleted it, but it had been seen. Uh, you know, DeSantis, an official DeSantis video with like uh, Nazi imagery. So he's he's fired, uh, <laughs> as well as a bunch of other uh, staffers. And uh, just to get an understanding of how early in the season is, you remember when Bernie Sanders had a heart attack into, leading up to 2020 election? You remember that? Uh, yeah. That was in October of 2019. Wow. This was like. This was when, like, uh, Elizabeth Warren started coming down and her yeah. campaign crashed and burned. And that was in, like, fall of 2019. It is fucking July. Yeah. And this dude's campaign has already basically crashed and burned. And then speaking of that. Yeah. He had a car accident. Yeah, I know. And unfortunately, he's speaking fine. of crashing and burning. Yeah. I know. And that was, like, the whole meme around that was that he was just fine. But it was just like yeah. you read about the news of the car accident, and then it's like your yeah. immediate disappointment to read the phrase like everyone is okay. Yeah. And you know, hey, uh, officially, you know, Evan and I are gonna go on the record saying we we're glad we're glad that he's not uh, dead. I'm I'm going to not go on the record and say that. We're glad that we're really glad that uh, that nobody got hurt. All right, so I'm gonna play a video for you that just that just came through the pipeline now, Ron DeSantis. I'm just gonna put it through the speaker, but you can. Plum it in if you want for the actual episode. If it doesn't sound good. Alright, so this is him talking to a child, and this is the shit that he says. Oh, what is that? Can I see? Yeah, that's probably a lot of sugar, huh? Good to see you. Alright, 4H, Wayne County. Fucking. What, so what is just a, what is that an ice aid? Probably a lot of no, sugar, huh? Yeah, and he she, she's he's like, what do you got there? And she's like, an icy, and he goes, an icy. It's probably a lot of sugar. <laughs> like, dude, like, fucking black hole of charisma. This guy sucks so bad. God. Yeah, he couldn't even just be like, what flavor? You know, like, just has yeah. no. Mm, that's t that sounds yummy. Like, it's yeah. a fucking like a little kid, dude. Yeah. You think they even know what sugar is? You fucking yeah. idiot. Like, it sounds like the girl's like four years old. Dude.
ridiculous yeah yep. he's 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 such he's so i think this is a good segue into another current topic that i'm sure everybody today is losing their minds over and we've kind of touched on our thoughts on this before but um speaking of space aliens who aren't no. fucking from here uh, um yeah yeah the uh i guess they're calling him a a, a whistle a whistleblower yeah um <clears throat> what's his name here Oh, I have, I've refused uh, to even watch Retired Major videos. David Grush. Grush? Right? Yeah, who, who claims to have been um, tasked uh, by some shadowy figure uh, the, in the, the U.S. The cigarette-smoking man. Right, into uh, <laughs> investigating what, what the military refers to as UAPs, what the rest of us know as U- UFOs. Um, unidentified aerial phenomenon or unidentified yeah. flying object, um, aliens, right? Um, what what wow. most of us associate with aliens, um, not actually technically necessarily aliens, but I think that's the part that grabs attention, yeah, the most vociferously, is uh, uh, the idea that piloting these crafts is not some sort of Russian secret agent, but uh, a little green man yep. thing. From Alpha Centauri, a gray, um, yeah, a little gray, <laughs> right? Or a gray? Yeah. The greens and the grays are at war, actually, according to a, one of the major theories oh, here. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. the greens are small and malicious, and the grays are tall and benevolent. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind, listener, as you uh, discern which of your two co-hosts here is the better of the two. Uh, now, mm-hmm. I want you to short guys bad, tall guys good. I like the grays. Yeah, I, I mean, a green would look up to the grays and covet the what benevolent they have. ones. The benevolent ones. The grays are the tall ones. Yeah, they said tall and benevolent. Those are the ones yeah. I like. Yeah, you like them, but you could you you're not one. I'm it's human, it's yeah. fine for a green to like a gray. I am not. I'm not an alien. I'm a human. I'm just saying, if you're if you're drawing a comparison between us, it's apt. Because the short. I just want it on the record that I am a human being. That's a very human thing to say. Yeah. I want to make sure it's... I Just want some so sort of everybody's clear. I want some sort of certificate that clearly see, states, for the record, that I digits? am legally and yeah. biologically, for all intents and purposes. bivalve heart. <laughs> I've got a liver right here. 
And all of course, the human my, features. My pancreas, my second pancreas, spleen, <laughs> all in the right your place. Splurn, your splurn, your splarn. Do you remember? Three. Do you remember the episode of uh, Invader Zim, where I, Zim no, thinks I don't. that? Do you not? You never watched that show? I did, but when I was like eleven, man. Oh my god! Well, I, yeah, I don't remember all of them, but this one always stuck with me. So, Zim, Zim, finds out about organs. And, and decides that what makes humans human is their organs. And so, in an effort to become the most human human, he starts stealing organs from, like, all the other kids at school and just swallowing them oh, to God. the point where he's, like, hugely obese and you can just see, like, intestines hanging out of his mouth. Okay. And he's got, like, six hearts in him, like, eight livers. And uh, that's just, you know, to blend in. He's like, look Sorry. at all the juicy organs I have. Sorry, I turned off my background. Can you look at what Sancho's doing right now? Like, he's, like, pissed at me. He's just showing me his back. Yeah. And, like, his ears are sideways. He's like, wow, you didn't even pet me when I came over. Is that, like, a cat's uh, He's, like, shunning me right now. Is that, like, they're... Is that real? He seems mad. Generally Does he? speaking, when, they're, when their ears go sideways, they're kind of pissed. Maybe it's just hot. He likes the heat. Hmm. Yeah, he likes the well, heat. Not me. Um, he really like the AC fans he can deal with, but like when it's like wicked hot, he'll just like lay in the sun. He's like, yeah. he's like a weird hmm. jungle cat. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, I just to tie it back up, I wanted to just sort of yeah. briefly mention the the that <clears throat> the congressional committee is now hearing from uh, retired Major Grush. Um, yeah. Who is claiming that he was hired to, or or, or ordered to, compile uh, all noteworthy examples of you know government UAP findings and projects over the mm. years, and that there were multiple areas. Basically, today in the hearing, he he did say in the little clip that I saw that there were uh, non-human organic uh, yeah, components to some of the um, crashed craft, whatever that means. I mean. I don't think either of us is going to make the case that there 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 aren't aliens out there. I mean, there yeah. probably uh, so, are. So, yeah, I want to say, I would <laughs> say that there's probably pretty much a 100% certainty of some sort of alien life elsewhere in the universe. Yeah. The universe is big as fuck. It's so big. And, um, and also the idea that alien life would, would be, you know, <sighs> like us in any way, but also, like, you know, even reminiscent of, like, the stuff we've dreamed up. On I mean, Star yeah, Trek it could be there. There could be like nitrogen-based life forms, sure. You know, instead yeah. of carbon or something like that. Yeah, or or life forms that you know don't have, uh, don't exist in a physical way in in the manner that we're used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just things that are so far beyond our understanding that, like, I don't know. It's it's yeah. odd to think that they'd come here, but also <clears throat> I think it's odd to think. Sorry, that, I, meant, I meant silicon, not carbon. But yeah, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, it's odd to think that they'd all end up here you know if i was an alien this is actually like the last place i would land because you know they're mo if you're trying to be secretive and study humanity why would you land in like the place where you're most likely to be found out like in the west you know wouldn't you want to no. land and like study like some slightly less technologically advanced you know village somewhere and and where you could actually just interact and like yeah. do your thing and probably not get found out i don't know it's yeah no i mean i, I would say there's probably about a hundred percent chance that they exist somewhere else in the universe some sort of life form yeah. i would say there's about a zero percent chance that they've ever come here um yeah it would be it would be it'd be really I mean, interesting yeah i mean first of all i mean you would basically they would either have to have a lifespan 
that's so long it's incomprehensible or have figured out faster than life travel um and uh i but i mean like you know there, we've like seen like what like not really like amino acids but some of the things that like seem like they could be precursors to life literally just on mars yeah yeah um so i mean like if it's right there on mars then there's a pretty good chance that you know 100 million light years away <laughs> in that whole span uh expanse of space that there would be something uh as well but i mean it's also like uh, even if even assuming that aliens could travel this far i highly doubt that they would um unlock the car doors as they drove by our neighborhood so to speak you know what i mean right, right. <laughs> they would probably like uh do not want to go that fucking backwater <laughs> this place looks a little sketchy. I yeah. They're, they're still they're still worried about nukes down there. Yeah, they've got about 100 years to uh, self-annihilation or figuring it out. Right. We'll wait 100. We'll, we'll wait that 100. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, so, I, fuck if I know what the hell uh, all of this uh, stupid alien psyop shit is i don't know i just assume it's some way to funnel more money towards uh uh the military uh industrial complex but who knows i don't know yeah yeah i I don't know it it would be it would be something but again i think that i think that yeah like yeah aliens aliens traveled hundreds and thousands of light years and spaceships far beyond our comprehension to come here and then got shot down by an f-35 that if there's a slight gust of wind it crashes right (laughs) on takeoff like come out like you know what i mean yeah it's unlikely um and i i think that it's also you know we've talked before about like the limited hangout thing and like yeah I mean, this is definitely a limb hang. Yeah, they're 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 throwing <laughs> something out there. They're not being explicit. They're not saying oh, it's aliens. They're here because if if something like that were to actually happen, there'd be no way to contain it. You know, like yeah, it, it, it wouldn't be the U.S. government telling us. It would be a, a shuttle fucking appearing over Montana or something. Right. Exactly. And or there's just no way they could keep it or something. And so whatever they have, whatever whatever test vehicles or whatever they've got evidence of, they're just yeah. giving us enough to keep us distracted from something else. Yeah, throw some fucking slop into the pig trough for these oinking yeah. hogs. Yeah, let the little fuckers have something. And now look at us, two fucking white guys with nothing better to do talking about it on our show. They've Why won. Don't say it like that. They're, they've won. Excuse me, I'm Portuguese. They've yeah. succeeded. Speaking of which, Festa next week, Billy. I know, yeah. Uh, what day are you going? I'm going Friday, and uh, I'm not going to say their name because it's over air, but I haven't told you this yet. Um, but him and I hung out a few weeks ago, and he's going to come down to visit for this. Our friend who used to like to show his penis when he got drunk. Who's that? What? I don't remember who that is. When did they do that? Remember, it was me, you, him, at a... Uh, at my mom's house like 10 years ago we were getting drunk yeah. and he was like yo cam i'm just gonna show you my dick and you're like do it and so he just like shows you his dick and then like he went through a period where every time we went to a party he would do that all right just oh. you know who i'm talking about right yeah. oh anyway I'm uh, excited cause he's but gonna come yeah down. uh i will not be able to go with you on friday but uh so that'll be fine and i hope you have a nice time thank you yeah going to the portuguese feast yeah Yep, I'll be there Friday. Not going to go Thursday because I have work at 6 a.m. the next day, and so I'm just not even going to. I could go on Thursday, but I won't be going without you. So that'll just be fine. Mm-hmm. 
I the first it's one of those things I like doing it, but like, I, it would never be a plan that I made on my own. You know what I mean? It's something that I like doing with you. That Caserla, dude, the Caserla was so good last year. I know. It's also kind of cursed for me. Last time we were supposed to go, my car broke down on the highway, like on the way there. And, oh yeah, you uh, didn't even come last year. No, because my car died. I had to buy a new car. Oh my god, that, dude, like, that, that was th that was the first post-COVID festa. That that was, was the one best of the worst Casarla, weekends yeah. I've ever had, actually. Like just in terms of like pure stress. Like I won't say worst ever because it wasn't like some big life tragedy. But like yeah. in terms of like just normal stressful days that are a, a handful and everything that could go wrong does go wrong. It was it was a trying time. You know, and then to top it all off, I told you about it, and because you know, in the past, I've been a, a, an unreliable fellow. Your immediate reaction was just like, "All right, well, you know, whatever." It's, it's typical Cam, and I'm like, "This is the worst day of my life. Why are you being a jerk?" And well, like, I didn't. I, I didn't know, say man. well. It's just typical Cam. Well, I, I just, I was just like, "Are you sure your car's like dying right now, man?" Yeah, you didn't believe me. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I thought you were, I thought you were maybe overreacting to something. Yeah, or, which is, which is whatever. That's fine. But there, there's been, I, there's, there's, there's precedent for this type of thing. So there, there is, there is. So there is, but was, not everyone would have reacted that way, regardless of the precedent. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is yeah. also precedent for you. Specifically, being you. me. <laughs> the precedent exists for. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> We've got an interesting dynamic, folks. That's yeah. why we have a show. Cam, Cam went through a period where uh, he would uh, flake, I think, like 80% of the time when we were going to hang out, like, the day yeah. of. But I also did, like, 100% of the travel to ever make our... A lot of, yeah, yeah, most so. of it. You did most of it, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so, you know what I mean? Like, there there are two sides to it. doesn't matter. Yeah. We don't have to get into it now. But, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, aliens probably haven't been here. And this is all probably bullshit. And if you're freaking, it is it is interesting. Somebody was pointing out to me earlier today, like it's interesting how like all the same people who you know during the the COVID thing, uh, yeah. which is obviously so you know what I mean when I say during the COVID thing, um, the the initial COVID outbreak and, and vaccination, the calls for vaccination, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody was like, you can't just trust anything the government tells you. You can't, whatever. And those same weirdos, those same, like, asshole-sunning freaks yeah. are all now just like, see, I've been telling you, it's aliens. Just because the government was like, aliens, Everybody's maybe. just shitting and pissing their pants all the yeah, time now. It's, it's, if, it, if it's not one, it's another one. I shit and piss my pants sometimes. You shit and piss your pants sometimes. Everybody in this country just shitting and pissing their pants at some other time. Yeah. One I've time never shit my pants, but I've certainly pissed my pants. <laughs>
I think you've... Have you told that story on the podcast? I don't know. You don't need to. Don't I don't care. To. I'm not embarrassed about it, but... Uh, you don't have to. Yeah, I. you know, at a certain point, I don't know if I want to be... I don't want to no, be... No, I don't guy. know if I want to be this week's Goose of the Week. Uh, yeah. This week's... Yeah. Today's Goose of the Week, yeah. yeah. No, today's Goose of the Week is Ron DeSantis. It's Ronald. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is a good a good candidate. Oh, uh, Elon Musk is another good candidate. Can oh, dude, find... yeah, okay, yes. That, he that's finally the did thing the up. X thing. Dude, okay, so... <sighs> like, dude, fucking... He also um just reinstated the account of this QAnon influencer. I, I'm not even going to get into the details of the story because it is, like, the worst shit you'll ever hear. But this guy posted, uh, who is a QAnon, uh... You know, anti you know child uh, abuse advocate who was suspended. Well, let's hold the- on. Let's back up and and before we continue, because every person who's a normal person should be an anti child abuse advocate. It's the easiest position in the world to take. Yes, it's the easiest position in the world to take. And if but you're wh- not an anti child abuse advocate, well, no. Be it, 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 so I, I was going. What I was going to say next makes it clear why I said that. Mm. So we're going to give a content warning for this part that we're about to talk about because it's yeah. going to get into some. Uh, like uh, brutal or not, we're not really going to get into the yeah. Let's not get too much about, detail because I don't like that. Yeah, we're not either. going to, but we are going to talk about uh, a, a child abuse instance and like yeah, pretty pretty bad. He is a QAnon anti-child abuse advocate who posted actual child abuse material from this very famous case about an Australian man. Yeah, in the Philippines. Which I'm sure some people know what I mean when I mm-hmm. just say that. Yeah, I, I don't remember um, his name, but, but I know he posted literal pictures and clips from a child snuff video, snuff. and sm- yeah, the guy, kid? yeah, the guy killed the kid in the video. Ugh. The famous video, one of the children, he kills them in the video. So uh, the guy was talking about this case and then posted actual content from the snuff video Mm -hmm. and he was suspended under the previous administration and elon musk just unsuspended him because he's a big right-wing influencer with like a million followers or something or like hundreds of thousands but his posts get like millions and tens of millions of views and uh even elon cites the fucking case uh, or the thing that happened that got him suspended and people are going to do banking on the same app yeah. They're going to do banking on the app where apparently you can post child abuse material. Yeah. And not uh, and get your account reinstated. Yeah. So like Elon has finally like uh he's come back, you know, with the stupid X bullshit. Um which everybody on earth associates X with porn. Yeah. Elon apparently uh thinks that people will see X and think, "Oh, like a treasure map, X marks the spot." No. X marks the hole. Hole. As in fucking. As in it's porn. Like, that's what everybody thinks. That's when what I think X- about when I think about my exes. Just a bunch of holes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm I mean, just kidding. Just... I'm the most disappointing fucking lover and boyfriend of all time. Sorry if any of you listen to this. I can't imagine any of you do, but you were all better than me. Not all. 
No, some of them were worse. But <laughs> some of them sucked ass, bro. Some of them were pretty fucking rough. There was a couple <laughs> shitty ones, yeah. yeah. It's, I've gotten like one for one. No, actually, no. There were like two bad ones in a row. The last one was a nice person, though. I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, still nothing bad to say about her. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, Elon's uh, apparently uh, by chain getting rid of Twitter and tweet and retweet terms that everybody knows what they mean. Only like 10% of the population uses Twitter, I think, but like everybody knows what tweet and retweet means. Yeah. Um, what is it going to be called now? An X and a reX? X and reX, although I've also seen that he may, because I guess at that point everything in the website was going to be an X. I'm going to post an X on X and you can reX my X. But I got to X out of the X that I wrote because I don't want to X it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I think he's going to call them Jeets now, like X-E-E-T-Zeets or Exeets. <laughs> it's like, dude, so bad. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, but apparently, uh, so he's already lost like 20 billion in valuation of the company since he bought it. And there's been, it looks like he might lose, a, like, getting rid of the Twitter brand may r- drop another 20 billion in value. Which means that this thing that he bought for forty-four billion, once the name change goes through, may only be worth about four billion. <laughs> like, dude, he is so fucking stupid. This man, like, I really love it because, like, obviously, I'm not the only one who's saying this, but I've been saying for years that Elon is just a stupid asshole. Yeah, and it is really great seeing it laid bare to the point that, like, if you're not if you haven't realized it yet, you just, yeah, I mean, you're just, it's just sunk cost fallacy. You just refuse to admit it at this right. point. Or, or you have to accept the fact that, like, because you've said also before, and I like the way that you put this, that he's, he's, he's a dumb guy's idea of a smart guy. Yeah. And if you feel like he's a smart guy. <laughs> Folks, you may be dumb. <laughs> you might be dumb. Like, it might you just You might that, be dumb. And and here's the thing. No one can deny that he's he's achieved a degree of financial success. Yeah, he's successful. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, he's, he's I, got I don't even want to say impressive because that denotes that it's something no. positive. He's kind of like, gotten lucky a few times by, like, the dot-com, like, boom. Y- you sure. Know? And, and but here's I, the thing, man. You don't, you don't have to be smart to be rich. Yeah. That that's I mean so this is what I was about to say too. I feel like also all this shit with Elon has really laid bare how much um uh like you know people will always talk about like the richest people are the hardest working and the smartest. I don't think so, man. I mean, I don't doubt that Elon works hard. I don't think it's towards any good goals or I don't think it's no, efficient. I'm sure he spends a lot of time on whatever the I don't think he doing. works efficiently. I think he works hard towards stupid things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, Yeah, and a lot of people have a lot of faith in him because it's like the era of the Marvel movie, and everybody just mm -hmm. wants him to be like this, like Bruce Wayne or this fucking uh, what's his name, Uh, Iron Man, Tony Tony Stark Stark type dude. And I remember people used to compare him to Tony Stark, you know, like which is insane. But like, you know, what would be sick? It would actually be sick if if he built a working Iron Man suit and became the first superhero, and then it blew up. Not even if if our first superhero just was like the if our first guy. superhero is the dumbest, most pig-headed, like yeah. right-wing contrarian moron. I mean, I feel like there's room there for like whoever makes the boys or whatever to have yeah. their Iron Man ripoff character and have it yeah. be just based on Elon Musk. 
just like instead of being pants. some genius just like yeah. some really rich asshole who's like oh, i could afford to have them make me this sick suit and like yeah i don't know i just mostly use it to try to get hand jobs you know that's and like, then buy the hand job givers off with horses with horses yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it has a built-in horse launcher so that yeah. i can uh i can just get... shoot a, a mare or a steed at them, whatever yeah, they want dude. I'll shoot a mare at them, and they'll no. make me shoot my... A gelding. I can I can shoot a gelding at them. <laughs> set, no balls. Set phasers to gelding. Yeah, um, so set phasers speaking to of, geld, so, boys. Uh, I, I saw a bunch of puppies today, and that was cool. Yeah. Well, um, my coworker's dog had 11. It's up to 11. Had 11 fucking puppies. Popping those fucking things out. Right? That's so cool. she had... They thought she was done at 6. She took, like, a 45-minute break, popped two more out, and they are like, wow, 8. Like, crazy. And then three hours later, fucking shit out this three is like more a puppies, dude. Cannon out of fucking basketball game. Or yeah, something. dude. She shit out three more puppies. And you know what's insane? So every individual puppy has its own placenta. Obviously, a human baby. Usually, there's only one baby. But if there are twins, there's two placentas. If they're identical twins, there might. I don't even remember how that works. But yeah, uh, the the mother dog eats the placenta of each puppy after it's born. So this this fucking bitch, this poor in bitch the literal is sense, just fucking fucking is scarfing <laughs> like, on eleven whole placentas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Eating good today. Yeah. That, ooh, um, I really but here's the thing: they all live cow. too, because you know sometimes puppies don't make it. Like they, yeah. they get crushed or whatever during birth, and things uh. happen. Eleven living puppies, and I think a dog only has twelve nipples. How many nipples does a dog have? Is it twelve? Twelve. Well, I don't know. I'm not gonna go count. No, My I mean, uh, yeah, you have a dog to count on, but I'm gonna. So, how many nipples does a dog, a dog have? They tend to have between eight and ten, but some have more. Interesting that it's not a uniform number. I'm fascinated. Yeah, it's pretty by uniform that. for people. Yeah, I've only got three. <laughs> I actually used they're to have each a the size of a normal human's too. I actually used to have uh, like a little skin tag that my doctor always said was a third nipple, and I let somebody cut it off with nail clippers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. They were like, "I bet you won't let me do this," and I was like, "No, nah, okay, that's fine." And then yeah. they did it. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, man, look, like you make fun of my two existing nipples bad enough as it is. Imagine they if should I had be three. made fun of. The, I don't these need are that. very strange growths they're not strange they're just kind of puffy dude i'm just not, okay kind of puffy dude they're fucking massive and puffy they're marshmallows they're, puffy. they're puffy dude they're yeah. like melted marshmallows no i look i'm not arguing with you they're puffy they are i've never pretended that that's not the case i've got some physical oddities about me yeah you know sure i've got do. puffy nipples and i have way more chest hair on the left than on the right yeah you have a giant hairy nevis yeah, I don't know that it actually is that. That's what one nurse practitioner told me. But the hair has yeah. started to come in more on the other side as yeah. I get older. So I don't fucking know. Yeah, nothing will beat the Nevis of the. I used to have that friend, the one who went crazy, tried to kill. Yeah, me. I had another friend. He, who yeah, we the used same to call thing. it the Chewbacca patch. I mean, yeah. this shit was like it was like head hair. Well, it was, yeah, it was dark. dark. Yeah, yeah, mine's it was not dark really and like full. That. I mean, like full. Like yours isn't full. Like yours yeah. is like normal chest hair consistency. Yeah, basically, yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, no, this was just like this was as thick as the hair on his head. It's really weird looking. Hated yeah, that. Thing. That's what a true Nevis is. That's why I don't <laughs> think I have one of those. But yeah, yeah, yours yours look totally different. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, right. I just have odd body hair and puffy nipples, everyone. So if you're out there in the audience and until now you've thought to yourself, "Wow, that sounds like a guy that I would like to see naked." I want to just really hammer home to you that it is not what it's cracked up to be.
it's not as as good as you might be imagining. Yeah, so I, I want to read an article now. Well, let me just find it. It's, uh, it's in here somewhere. All right, so um, this is uh, I want I want to read an article for everybody here. Uh, I've been sitting on this one for a while. I keep I keep meaning to read it, but um, it uh, yeah, I keep forgetting to on these episodes. All right, so this is uh, this is from April sixteenth in the New York Post. Uh, this is by Steve Quatzo. Let's be blunt. Legal weed is turning New York workers into zombies. All right. 
And it's, no, I just want to say, like, if I were ever to move to New York, I would absolutely subscribe to the post. I love the post. It is so fucking insane. Every, it is such an insane reactionary rag, and I can't help but find, like, every article hysterical. It's just, like, the way everything is framed, and it's, like, such a fucking little piss baby cry. Just, like, just constantly crying about someone. Right. This one is about how the serve pigs that work at Starbucks are too stoned to make your coffee quick enough. <laughs> so, the Big Apple is now the Big Blunt. Not just because decriminalized marijuana led to proliferating mayhem in the five boroughs, mm -hmm. which uh, that, that line itself is a link to a different New York Post article about the disastrous rollout of legal weed is costing money and lives, which is from a week earlier. Uh, anyway, not just because stinky smoke hangs everywhere, seeping into subway cars and even Broadway theaters... The acrid odor I detected in the crowded men's room with the majestic theater a few weeks ago was not from the Phantom of the Opera smoke machine. It's also because of a forbidden-to-utter truth. In an age where raising the minimum wage ever higher has become mantra, which still doesn't get raised, uh, namely, a license to get high has turned service employees into zombies. I've lived in the city nearly all my life. I never had to repeat my highly complex Starbucks order, a tall coffee, three times to get a response from the bummed out barista the way I do now. Uh, which also has a link to, I believe, another New York Post article uh, complaining about how to order Starbucks coffees, which is just so fucking good. Um, Bob Dylan's lyric... Everybody must get stoned is now apparently in the employee's handbook at most every place requiring customer interaction. <laughs> My friend Shelly Clark, a restaurant consultant, observed too often any question or request is met with a vacant look and the very much by rote, no problem. Uh, sounds fine. All right. Also, I'm I'm going to send you in the chat now a picture that now appears in the article right after this. So, um, just look up the article and look for the uh, the picture of um, uh, for our listeners at home. Pull over on the highway, or just look at your phone. It's fine. Um, and look at the picture of the Statue of Liberty smoking weed. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> look at that fucking picture. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> All right, so Steve Quozo. Look at this yeah. guy. Yeah, I know. He looks like a Steve Quozo. He looks like a guy who would complain about this. Um, Alright, so... That's actually nice compared to the hostile glares I get for interrupting stay-out-of-my-space reveries. It's time to lower the minimum wage. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. Why not when many workers in stores, restaurants, dry cleaners, you name it, have turned hopelessly stunad, as the Italian people say. The, words, the word means dumb, but sounds eerily similar to so many service employees' doped-up conditions. They're stoned up the wazoo, hollow-eyed, disengaged from their tasks, their breath reeking of weed. Dude, this guy did so fun. Dude, did Grubhub bring you General Sal's chicken when you ordered chicken burritos? Blame the delivery guy's favorite hangouts. 
e.g. the smoke and draft shop across from my building on 1st Avenue at East 75th Street where a sidewalk knife fight recently sent two of them to the hospital. I gave a guy at Pre-a-Manger, uh, Pre I don't know how to pronounce Pre that. Pre-a-Manger, yeah. Uh, Pre-a-Manger, a $20 bill for an $8 cup of soup. I asked for a bag. He took the $20 and promptly forgot the soup, my change, the bag, and me. He wandered off, inexplicably waving my Andrew Jackson like a flag until I appealed to his colleagues. That's yeah, a true, sure. I guarantee you that's a real I'm story. I guarantee you that story really happened. That's true. Yeah. That is, that's just sounds true. Yep. Can uh, you imagine, I, dude? Can you imagine? I got it. How do you man? You go and get, and the guy is so high that he just looks at it and starts waving it around and walking around like, like a, a fucking flag. Oh my god, dude. that would be hysterical. Yep. I wouldn't even be mad. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen so much pot-induced lethargy since my Vietnam-era college days when so many fellow students were high that their panicked weed flushing during a rumored police raid overwhelmed the campus pipes. Interesting. Now, I think we should zoom in on this because this is something that a guy writing for this conservative paper would probably be mad about. He said his Vietnam-era college days. So he's a, he's a, he's a, he, he's a draft dodger, probably. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe. You know, I mean, if he was of age during the Vietnam War, why didn't he go serve? Oh, sorry. I only had 20 over 100 vision. I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, now our whole pot-pickled city is that campus. Pot-pickled. And then it's just showing pictures of smoke shops. Um, at Upper East Side Gourmet Food Emporium, Agata and Valentina, one cashier was, quote, so out of it, staring into space while people waited in line, a bank executive who's a regular customer there told me she forgot to give me my change. She closed the register. I had to wait for someone to come with the dreaded key. With the dreaded key. With the dreaded key. After 10 minutes for a 30-second transaction, she didn't even apologize. She's so high that she's just staring at the register and somebody has to come bring the dreaded key to open it. Responding to a tweet... Okay, this is where it really gets good. Now he's complaining about about tweets, dude. Responding to a tweet I posted about discombobulated workers, a follower wrote to say that the woman running the service desk at a major Sunset Park auto dealer was clearly high, had no idea what was going on, lost my car twice during routine service. Real estate man Jordan Cohn tweeted, I just had a restaurant server lose my credit card. Yep, gone, never to be seen again. My best guess is that it went into the trash by accident. Our quote-unquote progressive polls are throwing our city into the trash, and it's no accident. I'm reading his tweets kind of like half-assed while you... Dude. Uh, or his, his sheets or sheets. Uh, his tweets. From three days ago, he says, this is, this is hysterical. I have fancy-looking scissors that can't cut anything. Not even paper, says China. Maybe we shouldn't worry about their navy so much. <laughs> Dude, I love it. Like, what a fucking unhinged article. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> the dreaded key. 
Like Dude, just sitting guy. there, just like I'm just imagining this banker looking with just bead beads of sweat rolling down his face as he stares at this person come with with the dreaded key. The subways the are an insane music. asylum on wheels. We must get the crazies off the trains. And then there's a picture of a person with no shoes on on the train. The crazies. And oh, they and what he actually says in the article is, we must get the mentally ill off the trains. Oh Watch the opening doors. Prepare to, prepare to enter a rolling lunatic asylum when you get into a subway car. Dude. The progressive crowd will howl at me for telling the truth about the subways, the supposed lifeblood of the city. The NP... Whatever, it doesn't matter. This is hysterical. His, his articles are so good. Dude, yeah, he's insane. I'm I now a that. Steve Quozo fan. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, actually, I'm going to follow him. I should follow him. Yeah, he's he's clearly awesome. Yeah. I guess I'll follow him, too. Yeah. Yeah, I love that article, dude. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. Ugh. Well. Yeah, look at this. Look at this loser. Yeah, clamoring. Followed by clamoring. Followed by me, too. Yeah. Um. Well, I gotta be honest with you, dude. I'm feeling pretty physically uncomfortable. Uh, okay. What else would you like to do? I it's, got mine. Man, it's so fucking hot. Yeah, it's actually gonna be kind of cool next week, which is nice. Yeah, tonight actually, I can feel a breeze coming past my. Oh, it's gonna be like a hundred tomorrow, though. Yeah. A hundred on Saturday. It's so cool how like every day is just ninety plus degrees now up here. Yeah. It's not cool. It's it's really it's really cool. It sucks ass. It's literally not cool. It's hot. It's literally hot. It's quite literally very warm. All right, uh, I think that's probably it for me. I had a couple other things flagged, but none of them are really worth bringing up yeah. now after we just did that. That was good and fun and exciting. Oppenheimer, good. Mission Oppenheimer Impossible. was good. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1 was good. Um, Barbie was awesome. Yeah. I loved Barbie. I thought I'll it was seeing a, it on Sunday. I thought it was a better film than Oppenheimer. Not just I had more fun at it. I thought it was a better movie. I, I will say, I do like uh, like a lot of people, I mean, just like Twitter uh, morons, I've been talking about, like, oh, yeah, film bros must be so mad that uh, Barbie's the biggest movie in the country or in the world. And it's like, yeah, one thing film bros hate is Greta Gerwig. Yeah. <laughs> like the they darling don't. of, like, the film world. Yeah, just, like, yeah, an indie film darling yeah. that, like, ab- film bros absolutely love. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No, dude, and, and every, like, film filmy person that I know is, like, so stoked. Either has yeah, seen it Barbie, and loved yeah. it, or is, like, so stoked to oh, see it. Oh, I'm, I'm going with uh, Patrick and uh, our, my, uh, our Russian friend. Yeah. The three of us are just going to go, yeah, three for Barbie, please. Yeah, all three yeah. of us love movies, and we're, like, super excited to go see it. I went with my friend Elena the other day, and it was mm-hmm. uh, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Oppenheimer was really cool. I was probably Nolan's best, honestly. I'm yeah, it was good. It was, um, and I actually saw. I saw that that we gave it the same review on Letterboxd, which I was. I guess I shouldn't be surprised by, but because um, we had pretty similar feelings, I think afterwards. But yeah, um, yeah, we went good. to see that together, and that was. Um, you know what? I was I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was it was really a really good movie. It was movie. surprisingly um, critical. What do you say? It was surprisingly critical. It was, and that was the my my biggest concern no. going in, you know. And um, I think we both really <clears throat> loved um, what's his face as Gary Oldman. Tr- uh, yeah, Gar- Gary. Oh Oldman's yeah, I think uh, I, Truman. I think I explained that uh, 
I think it was on Twitter. I said it's like, it, like Gary Oldman's portrayal of Truman was like stepping on this gigantic bloated beetle and looking at it smushed into the soul, into like the grooves and the soles of your shoe. Yeah. Just like just disgusting and vile, but you can't really look away. Yeah, he was awesome. Don't don't let that crybaby back in here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, when he just hands him the tissue. Yeah. <laughs> so good um so yeah it's obviously very well acted i don't think anybody was worried about that part of it and killian murphy was great honestly all the close-up shots ryan gosling better give him a fucking run for his money i mean gosling well gosling's gonna be supporting uh, supporting, yeah um so it's gonna be between him and robert downey jr because robert downey jr was so good and oppenheimer he was but dude man ken better fucking win it yeah. Gosling oh, I think, was I think Gosling awesome. Just, I, think Go- I think Gosling will just because of, like, all of the buzz about... I mean, like, basically everybody says that he, like, steals that movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, so here's the thing. Margot Robbie is also... We've talked about this in the show. Fantastic actress. Yeah, she's um, great. And oh. really was, like, the best choice to play Barbie because, A, she's stunningly beautiful. Um, and they actually poke fun at that in the movie, right? Like, she's having a scene where she says something like, I don't feel beautiful anymore. And mm-hmm. the, the, it pauses and the narrator is like, note to the filmmakers, Margot Robbie is an odd choice to make this point. And it's just mm-hmm. like true. Like she is stunningly beautiful, but also like a fabulous actress. And like, but her role in that movie is sort of to prop up those around her. Um, and those of you who have seen it will kind of know what I mean. Like, even though she's the lead in the movie, she almost feels like it's a supporting role in that. She's like so the straight much- man. Yeah, she's kind of the straight man. I mean, she's very lovable and very endearing, and she does it very well. But I wouldn't say, like, the most, like, interesting or, or quirky or odd. I mean, Kate McKinnon's also in it in a funny little role. That was really like good. Um, everybody was – it was a good movie. It was a good yeah. movie. The uh, – what was the name of uh, Simu Liu, who was in that Marvel movie? I, uh, I really love how all of the other uh, leads in that movie have been shitting on Simu Liu since then. Like, everybody apparently fucking hates that guy. Working with him, really? I mean, he's supposed to. I mean, I, I don't want to like uh, speak out line, but uh, maybe we could talk about it off air. But he's uh, made comments uh, before that uh, a lot of people have interpreted to be quite. Um, yeah, I, I don't even want to say it on air. Just you know, okay. I'll tell you off air. But yeah, he is apparently most people do not like him. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's like a video of him and Ryan Gosling about to like, uh, um, <clears throat> like the people are like taking pictures and stuff like that and seeing. Puts his hand on Ryan Gosling's back, and Ryan just looks at him. He's like, "Get off!" And <laughs> makes him take his hand off of him. <laughs> Dude, wow, yeah, Bummer. he's good in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He was perfectly good in the movie. Yeah, uh, as you know, Ken number six, because all yeah. the guys are Ken. Like Margot just... Robbie also said. Uh, Margot Robbie is also asked who, which um, actor or actress from the movie is most like um, their Ken or Barbie, and she goes, "Oh, Simu Leo." <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not good because he doesn't. Play I, I have a heard he's character. he's he's kind of a villain in it. Oh yeah. 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 It's funny. So I don't know. I'll let you guys see it. I won't yeah. say anything. Else. I'll tell you. I really think everyone should see Barbie. Yeah. Um. And yeah, see Oppenheimer too. It was it was good. I, yeah, Oppenheimer I liked was great. It. Yeah. And Mission Impossible was so fucking good. Dude. Yeah. I'll, oh I'll watch. I want to see more of those movies, and I'll I'll end up seeing it at some point at home. Yeah. I I still think maybe Fallout is my favorite uh, Mission Impossible movie. But, dude, the train scene in Dead Reckoning Part 1 is, like, maybe the most goaded Mission Impossible scene yet. Like, I think it's maybe uh, maybe even tops the Burj Khalifa scene from Ghost Protocol. Wow. But uh, it's so fucking good. It ruled. Yeah, me and uh, me, me and uh, our friend, we saw it at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the movie ended, it was, like, 11.30. And there were a few other people in the theater. Um, I Also, I want to give a shout-out to our boy in the theater sitting in the same row as us. 
who went by himself and got the biggest bucket of popcorn at 9 a.m. and ate the whole thing while watching the movie. This wicked skinny guy, too. I was like, hell yes, dude. This dude knows how to watch a movie. 9 a.m. start time, don't care. Getting the fucking jumbo popcorn. I mean, what's the difference between a big jug of popcorn and a bunch yeah. of corn pops? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and he, and he was, like, cheering and shit like that during the movie. It was yeah. awesome. I was like, hell he, yeah. He this went, dude he went is to have my... a good fucking time. Yeah. I was like, this dude, this is my guy right here. I love this guy. But, uh, yeah, so when we left the movie at 1130, it was, like, 90. It was, like, 100 degrees out at 1130, totally sunny out, and the theater was packed wall-to-wall with people in pink. Dude. At 11.30 on the Saturday. So. Speaking of uh, 100 degrees, it's well over 100 degrees yeah. in this room right now. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll call it. Whoa. Um, and it's also lightning. That just shook my whole house. Damn. I heard that. That's still shaking my house. <laughs> I can't wait for it to come down here. Um, Oh, uh, also, uh, one other quick thing. When we left Oppenheimer and you got, like, stuck on the highway, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. One of the scariest was, drives I've ever taken. There was a Red Sox game going on. And the concourse flooded, and there was a video of a guy who was, like, jumping into the water and, like, sliding on it. I was like, dude, there was so much piss and shit in that. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, anyway. 90, um, 93 North, uh, I was in water up to my, up, almost up to my tailpipe uh, for a oh good chunk God. of that drive home. That was That's was awful. Flash floods. So. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, got flash flood tonight. The Boston so. area because it looks like more flash flood warnings tonight. So yeah, we basically got no rain April, May, and we're just getting dumped on constantly now. But yeah. like it's, it's yeah, this has been one of the hottest and wettest July's yeah. on record. It's bizarre. oh, just scorching hot thunderstorms. It's like every other day, it's incredibly hot, and then it's it, it just pours it like tropical rain. It's insane. Yeah, ninety degrees with like monsoon rain. At feels like, like I'm back in Nicaragua. Uh, like what? I'm serious. Yeah, it's feels like I'm in Florida. Oh, roof. dude, yeah, my my uncle. And um, his partner just came up to visit, and we were with him on Saturday. And he was like, dude, it is 105 degrees with thunderstorms every single day in Florida. Just scorching hot thunderstorms. 105. Because, like, I don't know if people know this. Florida generally, like, on the coast, generally doesn't get even really into the 90s too much. It's just so humid Yeah. that it, like, feels like it is. But he's like, oh, yeah, it's like 95, 100, 100 plus every single day with fucking thunderstorms. But the climate's not changing. We'll be fine. Yeah, that's cool. Well, how come it um, still snows in the winter, bub? Well, how come it's fucking cold here? Yeah. It's it's cold here. Yeah, I'm in the southern hemisphere and it's winter, but it's still cold. (laughs) Um, Um, Anyhow. Yeah. Thank you all so much for joining us again. Uh, I just checked the numbers. Uh... For uh, the last episode we did was Mongols Four, right? And I'm I'm oh. about halfway done writing Mongols Five, so we'll have that up shortly. It won't be as many episodes between four and, and five, but um, a long episode that was two hours long after edits and putting in music and stuff, and it got way more downloads in the first week than the last two installments. So thank you guys. That's yep, cool. Thanks for listening. I was you know anytime we release a long one, it's like you know so who I, knows. Yeah, so, sometimes they do well, sometimes they fucking bomb. Yeah. I was I I wasn't sure this one would do exceptionally well, but I put a lot of work into it, so I appreciate yep. you guys listening, yep. and I appreciate Evan toughing it out because uh, two hours is a long time when you're not the one presenting something that you wrote and care about. You know, it's it's a long time to be an audience. So uh, this this <laughs> week's uh, Swan of the Week is uh, my co-host. Oh, Evan. thank you. <laughs> Just put some kind of nice little music here. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, have a yeah. good week. Uh, tell your friends about us. We'll be back next week. I know Evan's got Great something review. he's working on. Yep. 
Uh, I've got so I, it'll either be mine or his depending on who's done first. So yep. um, we'll have a, a written episode next week for you and uh, be good. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay in the AC if you can. Stay cool. Yeah, please, because it's no joke. Yep. All right. Peace. Bye. Hey.